What's up, fools? This is Nigel McGuinness. This is Ring of Honor's Adam Cole. This is the king of old school, Steve Carino. This is Nick and Matt Jackson. What up, what up? This is your boy, ATH. This is the undisputed Burger King, Steve Burger. Hey, this is TJ Perkins. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mike Bondo. This is Bobby Fish, one half of Red Dragon. This is the Hitbox, Red Titus. And you're listening to the ROH Podcast. Or is it ROH Cast on ROHWorld.com? They say they made all podcasts equal. They were wrong. These three guys are something like FBI agents. Be careful. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 99 of the ROH Cast. My name is Harry. I am the web designer and co owner of ROHWorld.com. And I'm here with the man known as the American Bearded Nightmare, John. How's it going? Unfortunately, the podcast missionary Stephen could not be here this week. He is busy preparing festivities that will be the all-star extravaganza RHCast episode 100 next week. I almost said live on pay-per-view, but it's not. (laughs) It's just a podcast. It will be airing next week, uh, RHCast 100. But that doesn't mean episode 99 isn't equally as special. We're about to be joined by a very special guest. He is a fan favourite in Ring of Honor. The man known as Cheeseburger will be here momentarily for a, for a very in-depth interview. And be sure, I hope you enjoy that. We've, this is being recorded afterwards and it was, a, it was great speaking with him. So I hope you enjoy it. Anything else you'd like to add, John? It was a very fun interview and uh, yeah, I really enjoy speaking to him. So hopefully we can have him back on the podcast sooner rather than later yeah so before we get to that interview which i'm sure you're all um, eagerly anticipating we've got a bit of trivia and we've got a prize to give away in tribute to episode 100 and the fact that rh castle have been going for all this time we're going to give away a very very limited we've only made four of these so this is a limited run of four there's me steve and john are getting one each and we have one left what a surprise. What a coincidence. We have one left to give away to one lucky listener. And you're probably thinking, how can I win this? Well, this all you have to do is answer this very simple question. Now, if you've listened to RHCast before, you'll know this. You'll know the answer to this. Easy. If you've never listened to the show, screw you. You don't deserve the t-shirt. So, <laughs> the question is, who in Ring of Honor is the unbeatable one? If you know that answer... Send it in. Send it into contact at rohworld.com with the headline RHCast 100 competition. And one lucky randomly chosen winner, possibly by our guest next week, will receive this limited edition RHCast t-shirt. We're going to post a picture of this on uh, Twitter, our Facebook, and on the website. Maybe on the forum as well, if you want to see what the shirt looks like. Essentially, RHCast logo on the front, RHWorld on the back, so... You'll, you'll be the only person who doesn't actually work on the podcast that owns one of these t-shirts. So if you'd like to have the opportunity to get one, simply answer this question. Who in Ring of Honor is the unbeatable one? Send your answers to contact at rohworld.com. And all we need for now is just your name and your answer. And one lucky winner will get back in touch with you and get your mailing address to send you the t-shirt. So, yeah, be sure to send in your answers to the questions if you'd like the opportunity to win the shirt. And we hope you enjoy our interview now with Cheeseburger. And we will see you all next week. Episode 100.
Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm here with John, as always, and uh, we're joined by a very special guest. He made his debut last week at uh, Night of Hoopla in Chicago, and now he's making his debut here on the ROH cast. Cheeseburger is here. How are you doing? Hello, everyone. I'm doing fantastic. It's insanely hot and sunny out here on the east coast in the United States, but uh, overall, I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? I'm doing good. It's for once. It's actually sunny here in England. I'm very surprised. The one week of the year we get some sun. So uh, we've got a quick comment first from from Stephen, who's uh, the other member of ROH cast, and unfortunately he couldn't make it today. He just wanted to say he's very sad that he's missing this, and you'll always be the Burger King to him. <laughs> yes, that's sweet. Uh, so before we talk about the more recent stuff in Ring of Honor with the whole cheeseburger character and the the stuff with Charlie Haas. We'll just sort of take a look back at, you know, how you got started in the dojo. I mean, when and why did you actually join the Ring of Honor dojo? Uh, I joined the dojo in October 2000, 2010. It was right, uh, right at the start of my senior year of high school. Uh, following my junior year of high school over the summer break, uh, I was just thinking about what I wanted to do in terms of like college and the rest of my life. And at that point I was, I stopped watching wrestling for a while, but like uh late 2009 and 2010, I started really heavily getting back into it and remembering why I loved it so much. Mm. So I started, uh, like I decided I wanted to be a pro wrestler. So I started researching, uh, various schools and uh the two schools I found that are closest to me were the Chikar the Chikar school which is about uh forty minutes away in Philadelphia and the Ring of Honor school which is only uh twenty minutes away from my house. And I had contacted both schools. Uh I contacted Chikar first and uh asked them about coming in to spin on a class but at the time they weren't running classes because of renovation or something. So I contacted Ring of Honor, and uh, Delirious invited me to come down and watch the class. And I came there, and I met him and uh, Daisy Hayes, and just went from there. So how was it training at the dojo? Uh, I love it. It was, it was great. It's, uh, I still train there every week, Tuesday and Wednesday. It's, uh, I like it because it's a really relaxed and casual atmosphere. Mm. Like we're we're pushed to like we're obviously pushed to do better and train hard, but it's not like uh, a real strict uh, curriculum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I started really young. I was seventeen when I first started, and kind of like a I wanted to start really early though because I've seen guys like the Briscoes and Jimmy Jacobs. They start when they were like fourteen and. I thought, well, if I do four years of college, I'm going to be way too old to get to wrestling at 21. <laughs> I need to start right now. Mm. So, obviously, you spent a lot of time in the dojo, and then you actually made your debut on Ring of Honor TV this past January um, in a segment with Charlie Haas. What actually led to you making your debut, and, you know, yeah, what sort of started that? Well, as you guys know, we do these uh, trial camps uh, every few months for, like, wrestlers to come uh, try out and learn from the seminars and camps and get a shot ring of honor. Mm. So, uh, uh, since I'm a student, I can do those for free. So every time we have one, I'll uh, go 
up and uh, do those uh, trying to get better. We had one in August of 2012, and that one, I did that one, and I wasn't very happy with my performance there. I, I got to wrestle Roddy on, on that uh, seminar, actually, and uh, I wasn't happy with my match that I had with him. Hmm. But uh, we they they planned another seminar in December 2012, and I thought, well, I'm so disappointed with my, my performance uh, at this one. I just have to do better at that one. So I just kept training and training. And eventually when that one came, I did way better. People were telling me, it's like night and day from August to December. And Delirious and all the other trainers were telling me how much I had improved. And the next month in January, that's just how the Charlie House thing came about. I think uh, my performance at the December camp that we had was what led to that. Mm. Uh, during that segment was the first time you were referred to as Cheeseburger. Was that sort of pre-planned, or did it just sort of was it a name you just pulled out of a hat, or how did you know the Cheeseburger name come from? Well, that was, the Cheeseburger name was something that it was like a nickname people had given me, like when I first started coming around, just because how small and skinny I was. But uh, uh, that that wasn't planned at all. Uh, Charlie just. Uh, said it in the promo and people start chanting it so <laughs> but there i don't believe there's supposed to be uh any kind of follow-up set segment at first it was just supposed to be uh i i get in the ring get beat up by charlie and we get like an advertisement for the school or something like that but uh mm. segment kind of took off so uh delirious saw that he uh kind of had something there and just ran with it hmm Northwood's Nightmare on the forum says, is the sort of harsh or crowd-given name of Cheeseburger something you're happy with? Uh, I wasn't at first. I, I didn't like it at all at first, actually. It was, uh, it was just, uh, I realized I'm probably going to be happy Cheeseburger for the rest of my wrestling career. <laughs> Over time, as the angle went on and people seemed to like it, I kind of grew to accept it and now just kind of embraced it as what it is. Hmm. I kind, of, I kind of like it now, actually. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that the initial plan for that segment was to, you know, just for it to be a one-off and that was it. Was the reaction backstage really positive? Is, is that sort of why it led into a future thing? Yeah, the reaction backstage was really positive. People were surprised uh, how, how uh, there's like 800 people in the Dew Burns Arena chanting cheeseburger, <laughs> which is unheard of for an ROH event. But, uh, the reaction backstage was really positive, and they were saying this segment was great. Mm. Sort of evolved from there. Andy Diaz from our forum says, "What was it like working with Charlie Huss?" I actually I like working with Charlie a lot. Uh, he when he first came in the Ring of Honor, he was really rough around the edges, but over time he really loosened up, and like uh, he was always real cool with me, and uh, I like being around him. He was always great at taking care of me and whatever we were doing hmm. and it, i was kind of really i was really disappointed we never got to finish the whole angle hmm. um were you actually surprised by sort of the reaction you got i mean the fans took to you really from the first time you were called cheeseburger i mean from then on you've you've got great reactions in whatever you've done really yeah it's really really surprising actually just because i don't know it's just really surprising that they uh just like the name Cheeseburger and decide to start chanting it. And <laughs> I think 
Uh, I don't really know how to explain it, but it's, yeah, it's really surreal just how the crowds reacted to it. Um, one thing me and John were sort of discussing before this interview was about that that the attack Charlie Haas did on you in Cincinnati, where he swung you into the barrier. How how the hell did you survive that? Because that looked brutal. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> that that was completely awful. <laughs> I never want to do that again. <laughs> yeah, that uh, that really messed up my shoulder too, which uh, was already messed up from a previous injury, and I, I actually got a shoulder surgery right after that. Uh, you've worked with Charlie Haas for quite a while now, and we're wondering if you have a favorite Haas pun. Obviously, he has the Haas Hole t-shirt. Do you have any that you uh, like yourself? Uh, I, don't I remember you guys did uh, an episode a long time ago, and you guys like were doing like a bunch of Haas puns in a minute. And uh, I think my favorite was like Haas Perosis or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I that knew was, that was a good one. That was John. That was John. <laughs> Um, were you sort of, when Haas, you know, suddenly retired, were you a bit worried that it would end your on-screen presence? Because obviously you were halfway through an angle with him. It, did, it didn't really hit me until uh, after the whole event had, uh, like, kind of uh, died down and we were uh, finishing up at the end of the night. It kind of just hit me as like, oh, oh crap, he's he's gone and what am I going to do now? <laughs> but like, thankfully... Uh, they found something for me to do the next month with a uh, lieutenant mm. calling his girlfriend a very vulgar word. <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, um, you mentioned, obviously, about the Haas feud being cut in short. Do you know what the sort of long-term plan for that was? Was there supposed to be a match between you two on the cards? There's, uh, there's definitely going to be a match at some point. I'm not sure when. I was told, I don't know if this was a joke or not, but I was told <laughs> that we were originally planned to actually view two final battle of this year. <laughs> that would have been amazing. I, I, I don't know how that was going to work at all, but uh, I know I do know at some point, I think we were going to wrestle at, I believe, best in the world that we just had at Baltimore. <sighs> Damn it. <laughs> I don't know uh, anything past that, though. Mm. But I know... Uh, supposed to be involved in his uh his match with Shelton that he was gonna have at Supercar. Yeah. Where uh uh like a I remember reading a write up. The write up was really cool. It was a lot of uh, cool spots in the in the match. I remember uh, like Shelton's music would play and then I would come out and like get on the apron and confront Charlie and then uh <laughs> Shelton would come attack him from the crowd. <laughs> But uh, now that Haas has left, you've been you started working with uh, Mike Bennett and Maria. And what was it like working with those two? I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, I, I like I like uh, I'm very happy I get to work with Mike just because uh, I think he's really underrated by a lot of people and a fantastic wrestler. And I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to uh, our match down the line, which I have no idea when that's going to happen, but I assume eventually. Hmm. And uh, at Border Wars, you got to kiss Maria, and was uh, that the greatest moment of your life? Yeah, definitely the greatest moment of my life. Probably, uh, it'll probably be the hot. Like, no matter what happens and with my wrestling career down the line, whether I win a 
bunch of championships or not, I think uh, that'll still be the highlight of my <laughs> career. Kiss Maria. <laughs> well, you had an almost equally amazing moment in Columbus uh, during the uh, Hoopla Uncut segment. And how excited were you to almost be making out with the Hoopla Hotties that night? Uh, very excited. I think if, if it had happened, that might that may have topped the Maria moment, possibly. <laughs> I, oh, but... I actually uh, just found out about that segment like two days before uh, the segment even happened. <laughs> and it was a complete shock. I had no idea what the what to expect until I got to the show when we did it. And uh, unfortunately, you were cut off uh, by the ultimate cock block by a Rhino. Um. <laughs> Do you have any plans to, for revenge on uh, the boner killer uh, Rhino gave you? Uh, I think Rhino might be too big of a challenge for me at this moment. I might just stay, keep my distance from <laughs> But that, But that segment was kind of hype up your uh, your debut at Night of Hoopla last weekend. And how did that match at Night of Hoopla come about? Uh, it was just... Uh... I don't really know how it came about, actually. Uh, it was just, uh, I got to a, yeah, like a, a house show in Pittsburgh, and uh, Roddy tells me, hey, we're tagging. I'm like, we're tagging uh, and it's like the, one of the upcoming shows. I was like, oh, okay, and I just walked away because I thought he was joking. And then, like, uh, people were telling me, like, yeah, you guys are tagging. I keep thinking, uh, like, people are just messing with me. <laughs> Eventually, like, the Delirious tells me uh, that, we actually are tagging in the, at the Night of Hoopla show. And uh, I don't really know how it came about. I know, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know how it came about, actually. They never, they never told me that. Uh, were you pleased to be uh, teaming with Roderick Strong? Uh, say that again, please. Uh, were you pleased to uh, be teaming with Roderick Strong? Were you happy he was the one you got to team with? Oh, yes, very happy. Uh I actually thought we had a kind of a weird chemistry going on, and he's great when he's when he's working with uh, smaller guys, like uh, when he used to team with Jack Evans, and they had that they had that team going on. Uh, I was really happy though, just because Roddy's so good and uh, he's Mr. ROH and he's been around for so long. I thought I'm I'm hoping we can team again in the future, keep uh, Camp Cheese going. <laughs> we actually he uh. He uh, was the one that picked the Camp Cheese name. Uh, a, a few people like were, a few people that I know were suggesting names, and uh, the name I liked the most was uh, the Strong Style Burgers. But he wanted to be Camp <laughs> That's brilliant. So uh, you said you want to, but how likely is uh, Camp Cheese or the Strong Style Burgers uh, likely <laughs> to reunite in the future? Uh, I hope uh, very soon. Roddy right now is in Japan and uh, doing the Gear Tag League, but when he comes back and finishes up with the uh, ROH title tournament, hopefully we can uh, get the team back together and get another shot at the belt. Mm. Uh, Hellfont93 from the forum asks, uh, were you happy with your match and your debut overall? Yes, I was very happy. Uh, which, uh, I was completely terrified and nervous the entire day. Uh, we we got to the Chicago around like uh, really early in the in the morning, and just I couldn't like I was shaking the whole day, and uh, I couldn't eat at all. Just every time I eat, every time I like 
took a bite of something, I just felt like I was going to throw up just because of how nervous I was. And as we got close to the show, the nerves kind of died down once I got to talk with Roddy and and uh, just figure out everything. But uh, it was completely terrifying, especially uh, I really uh, I really didn't want to have an awful first match just because I know, uh, like I'm sure you guys know too, like how Ring of Honor fans are, like first mm-hmm. impressions for kind of everything. So I just really wanted to impress him on his debut and didn't want to screw it up. But uh, I was really happy with the match, and Roddy was really happy with it. Everybody's happy with it. People said I did really good, so I'm pleased with how it went. And, well, you, you not only looked good in the ring, but what you were wearing looked amazing. So who made your incredible ring gear? Uh, Daisy Hayes makes all of my ring gear. She... He is amazing, like probably the best gear maker in the United States. I would, I would definitely say all all her work is completely fantastic. And uh, one thing, uh, one thing I, re- I learned from uh, Delirious is uh, I always make sure all of my gear has uh, some kind of a uh, shine to it, just because uh, since we're a TV product uh, and we have uh, so many lights, and the arena is usually kept really dark. It looks that much more better when uh, the lights are shining down and uh, there's that extra shine coming from your gear. It just makes you look uh, so much better. And uh, will you be making more in-ring appearances in Ring of Honor in the coming months? Uh, I have no idea right now. Uh, I hope I'm wrestling in Providence. I'm not sure at the moment. But I think I definitely will uh, be wrestling in the near future. Hmm. I got. Uh, I wasn't even. Uh, I had a match in uh, Milwaukee the next day after the hoopla show. And I wasn't even scheduled to wrestle, so anything can happen. Hmm. Well, you, you've clearly shown so far that you're a, you're a fan favorite. So one question we have to ask is, why aren't you in the ROH World Title Tournament? Uh. <laughs> no, I did actually. Uh, I, I wish I was. Obviously, I really want to win the big belt, but uh, I have no idea. You have to contact ROH manager about that. <laughs> tell, me, tell me we want Cheeseburger as a wild card in the tournament. It's a shame. I bet if you would have been an option in that uh, Facebook poll, you would have won that, definitely. Nah, I don't think I would have beat ACH. No way. Yeah, I think you would. Hey, I, think, think so. I, think, I think you honestly would have beat him. Um, we have another question from our forum. Uh, Tenryu's perm <laughs> says, "Who are you pulling for in the world title tournament?" Uh, first, I like to say Tenryu's perm is one of my favorite usernames on the forum. <laughs> Just his name, his profile picture is hilarious. It's brilliant. Uh, definitely pulling for Elgin. I really, really hope Elgin is able to finally pull it out and win the belt. Mm. Is there anyone you would like to face in the Ring of Honor in the future? Um, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, you mean as a singles or as a tag team? Either. Whether it's, you know, Camp Cheese or, or by yourself. Uh, as Camp Cheese, I really like the rest of Caprice and Cedric. Mm-hmm. And as singles... I actually really like the rest of Silas as a singles. I think we got a really good match, me and Silas. Yeah. 
Uh, some more questions from the forum. DX versus NWO1994 asks, who have you learned the most from in your short time in Ring of Honor? Uh, besides Delirious, since he's my trainer, I would say definitely Roddy. Even before we started teaming, and uh, every time he saw him, Magic, he would always give me a really good advice on him. And uh, it just kind of helped me along the way. Which uh, I think definitely uh, helped us uh, become a team. Like, uh, as, as a team, I mean, because uh, he had always been giving me advice and helping me along. Mm-hmm. I'll say uh, Lethal was uh, really good. He gave me a lot of really good advice uh, after the Hoopla match. Did he Tim, te- uh, <laughs> Go on, doesn't matter. Go, no, you go ahead, you go ahead. <laughs> I was going to ask if Lethal passed, taught you how to be unbeatable. Is that a skill he's passed on yet? Uh, well, I lost. I lost the hoopla match, but then Lethal gave me advice, and I won my match the second night. So we'll, <laughs> there we'll you have go. We'll have to see uh, on my third match. Uh, I think I'm kind of on a roll right now, so it may, it's a unbeatable miss to me have a rough Um, Tim from the forum asks, uh, who were your biggest influences, and whose style would you like to emulate? Uh, definitely a Jushin Liger. Jushin Liger is a... Uh, I know you guys aren't very familiar with Japanese wrestling, but Jushin Liger is one of my favorite. Actually, he is my favorite wrestler of all time, followed by Great Muda. I'm a huge fan of Japanese wrestling. But uh, Liger has that uh, junior heavyweight style of like high flying and technical wrestling that I would just love to emulate. Well, I believe Harry uh, knows all about that since he's the Japanese wrestling expert here. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Don Kit RK99 uh, asks a simple question. He wants to know how much do you weigh? Uh, right now, I would say I'm about. I haven't weighed myself in a really long time. I would say 120 something. Really, really small and skinny kid. And uh, from Twitter, at Jay Sanudo, I believe I'm saying that right, <laughs> um, says, given your size, did you, were you ever told you can only be a ref? And uh, do you think that's an option down the line? I was actually never told that by anyone, surprisingly. Because despite my size, people are always really supportive of me getting into wrestling. And I think I never really faced the... Uh, any criticism from like uh, anyone in wrestling because of that. Hmm. But I wouldn't mind being a wrestler somewhere down the line when I quit wrestling. Uh, to sort of wrap things up, we have some rather strange uh, questions from forum and Twitter, but I'll sort of ask them anyway. Feel free to ignore these if you like, because some of them are quite odd. The first one is from Hellfont93, and it sort of ties in with a conspiracy theory that Stephen had. He asks... Are you related to Shelton Benjamin in any way? No, not at all. I wish I was, but not at all. <laughs> uh, there was actually a, a WrestleMania weekend. There was actually a, a angle pitch that uh, I think everyone in the wrestling world would have loved. Where uh, there's like a there's gonna be like maybe Charlie comes out for like a, a segment, and uh, I come out and like confront Charlie. And there's going to be something, because Ron Simmons was in the area, and they were going to do an angle where uh, I tell Charlie I'm getting my dad 
and then you hear, damn, and then Ron Simmons comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's brilliant. Anyways, there's also uh, another one pitch where uh, Awesome Kong would be my little sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are incredible. Um, we have a very strange one from Ski Mask Malloy who says, Do you have a boyfriend? Hashtag ROH Castburger. It's, uh, I do not have a boyfriend, but if I did, definitely be Ski Mask Malloy. He knows that. Um, we have a question from the forum. Uh, Nick asks, when will your rival, the notorious Hamburglar, be brought to justice? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no idea how to answer that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I hope, uh, hope Ronald and the rest of the crew are hunting him down. I'm a bit busy with Ring of Honor right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he'll be brought to justice eventually. Hopefully. Uh, and we have another forum question. It's a nice and simple one from Classic Cabana. Burger King or McDonald's and why? McDonald's, 100%. Just because uh, they have uh, better taste and like everything they have tastes better and they have more options. And hmm. Also, I have a Burger King and a McDonald's like right by my house and McDonald's <laughs> never messes up my order where the Burger King always fucks it up. It takes a lot of strength to live right next to a Burger King and McDonald's and not be fat, so I'll give you a lot of credit. <laughs> um, and we have one final question. We've sort of alluded to this a little bit during the show that you've, in fact, listened to RH Cast a bit in the past. So what made you actually start listening to this show? Because we often wonder why anyone listens. I don't re- even remember how I found the site, to be honest. Like, uh, I think I remember just, like, stumbling upon the site and, like, reading through it. And just uh, one day I listened to a podcast, and I really enjoyed it, so I just listened every week. I don't remember uh, how long ago uh, I started listening. Uh, I definitely would listen before I even made my debut in Ring of Honor. So sometime around, like, late 2012 is when I started. Awesome. So, uh, so yeah, that wraps up uh, the interview with Cheeseburger. So, thank you for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you guys for having me. I really enjoyed it. I hope uh, all the listeners enjoyed it as well. So, before we let you go, do you have a Twitter or a website where fans can get in touch? Uh, I only have a Twitter. It's at CheeseburgerROH. It will have been ROH Cheeseburger, but uh, someone stole that name, so I have to... <laughs> Take one to call it cheeseburger ROH. So, uh, yeah. Uh, go, go ahead. Oh, that's, uh, that's it. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, thank you to everyone for listening. We do hope you enjoyed the show. And we'll be back with our uh, big extravaganza, episode 100, next week. So, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>